Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, First Bank, Fat Willie Sports Bar on River Rock Boulevard in Murfreesboro, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk on this very busy Monday in November. Very nice day outside, and Jeff Jordan is joining me as he typically does on Mondays. Brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin Financial Services. And I'm stalling for time as he gets his headphones on. Done. <laughs> Jeff, it was a crazy weekend of sports around here and across the country. Lots to talk about for sure. Let's let's start though with what in Murfreesboro needs to be the, the biggest story, and that's Oakland Riverdale playing one more time for big stakes this time around, right? It's it's gigantic, really. It really is. If, if a high school football game can be gigantic, this one is. I had someone talk to me today as a Riverdale guy that that I've met uh, a year or so ago, and we realized that our kids were in Riverdale at the same time and so forth, but he knows my position with Oakland as well. Asked me what I thought about that, and I said, what I said last week on the radio, as much as I hate that Oakland got beaten the streak was there, it's, it's good for high school football in this area to have that rivalry back with a little bit of smoke to it. Uh, I still... We'll say Oakland will win this weekend, but it's at Riverdale, and we'll see. I mean, the Warriors are for real, for sure. Yes, I, I think so, too. And and I'd have to say that over the years, and there's been 50 of them, and they've played more than 50 times because they have played twice more than more than once or twice. They didn't play the first two years. Uh, I think I generally – I'm not saying I was right. I'm just – I generally knew who I thought would probably win the ball game. Okay, this time I have no idea. Sure, I really don't know. You look at Oakland, you think they ought to be, you know, you, they, they all their records and so forth, and state championships, and recently and et cetera. Well, they probably favored, but it's at Riverdale, and Riverdale just beat them, and it's just. Um, I don't have any idea. I, I Which really one of those have... two things are bigger in your mind? Is that Riverdale or Riverdale just beat them? Which one of those is the bigger factor going into this game? I think we're digging down into it now, which is fine. I believe that Oakland is going to want some revenge. That may be the tipping point. It may, it may not matter where it is. I, I from the where it is to me doesn't matter a whole lot because those two schools are so close together. The the, play, the fans that are going to go are going to go wherever the game's being played. The field's going to look awful, awful lot alike. So I don't know the site will matter that much. I don't know the River, Riverdale's crowd will be that much bigger than Oakland's crowd, for example. And, and Jeff, how many people will be there? I don't know, but I do know this. Uh, at, for certain, there were people jumping the fence two weeks ago. At Oakland to get into the ball game to see it. Oh, I thought you meant getting out. And no, <laughs> getting in. And uh, uh, I was told the fire marshal cut it off. Uh, and you know the fire marshal, whoever that is, I have no idea. I've never seen the fire marshal in my life. But they they had considerable criticism with uh, with those games that were at Blackman. You remember that year sure. when they they played a doubleheader out there and um, they played people from out of state and so forth. And they were they were people around the fence three and four deep and of course the stands were full and the fire marshal whoever as far as i know didn't do anything now, please don't call me if you did please i apologize if i'm wrong but i would suggest that uh, that this happened in oakland uh, where people were trying to sneak in and it may well happen th this week um but i i, I don't it's just a 
remarkable football game with what's on what and we we need to remember here i think we talked about this uh last time when they played and now uh and we predicted that they would play again and they like everybody probably predicted that and they they did they, we will they they're both 10 and 2 they both have multiple state championships Oakland more recently than Riverdale uh, like I said, they're, they're both 10-2. and two. The last game was decided by one point on a fluke play on a two-point conversion with around a minute and a half left. It doesn't get any closer than that. Correct. You just can't get any closer. So, to which, produce- which, which you're trying to say again, this game has a chance to be the very same way, and whoever can make that, that play, fluke play, super play, runs over a linebacker going into the end zone or – Forces a fumble, putting a helmet on the football. Field goal that hits upright and bounces in. <laughs> you're, you're kind of saying that, right? That yes. It may come down to just that very thing. And luck has something to do with it. Yes. Good fortune has, could have something to do with it. And, if, and if, if I were trying to predict what would happen, I'm not going to predict a winner because I do not know. I've already said I don't know. I, I don't have anybody that I think is particularly should be favored, really, in the ball game. But I would say well, Vegas line is zero. Okay, Vegas line is zero. I would say <laughs> that, and I think you're going to agree with me, but maybe not. That the game will probably be decided uh, at a an inopportune time, a penalty, or a fumble, or an intercepted pass. Probably will decide this game, even though they, it may be, you know, forty to thirty nine. I, I know we've got a caller who's going to let, let, let tell us what let, it is. Well, let me just ask you this. Can can we agree on this point? It will be less than a seven-point ball game either way. I would think so, yes. I do too. And when that happens, it means both teams are there. Whoever makes the play wins the game. I would I would think so. Let's get the caller to weigh in on this thing. Go ahead. How's you doing, Tim? Jeff? How you doing? Yes, sir. Yes, fine. Well, the thing about this, Tim, nobody has the guts. I'm talking about media local media or anybody else to pick against Oakland, okay? They're not going to do it. Oakland will play the Kansas City Chiefs with Pat Mahomes, and they still pick Oakland. I mean that truly, and you know it, and I know it, okay? Well, the, the question I, I would have is why, why does okay. that matter? You well, know, well, well, well because like, like, like Christ, you said, you know, we, we really get no respect. There's none, okay? I mean, Bonnie Hell said last week that Braden Graham should be Mr. Football, okay? But there's no respect for Riverdale, none. None whatsoever. I don't care if they beat them win. This Friday night they gonna get no respect. None whatsoever, Tim. Well, they all they got to do is win to get it. That's for I sure. Don't give a they don't get any respect. I don't care. They don't get none because Creasy's the king. He's like Tim, like you said, Tim. Your internet broke last time when NBA beat him. Remember that? My internet, I couldn't believe it was losing. NBA. Oh my God, thirty-five nothing. Well, well, oh my goodness. The one thing I can say is they're they're going they're going to hand the trophy to whoever wins the game, I, not whoever I, gets the respect. Win. You ain't getting no trophy. What do you get? A plaque? Whoopee! Whoopee! A third round plaque. I can't wait for that. Gosh, Almighty! I'd rather have the gold ball, wouldn't you? Well, sure. I don't, well, I don't you, want no third round plaque. Well, you're not going to get the gold ball if you don't win Friday night. That's for sure. I, I agree with that, but you put the plaques in the garbage. That thing goes to the garbage. Like, like well, no, you're right. There's no, there's no plaque that comes from Friday night at yeah, all. You got to get one for winning the playing game or whatever. But who cares about that? Well, I don't well, care about that. So, so who do you think going to win? I think Riverdale can win. I thought they could win. I watched them scrimmage Sewers Creek before the season started, and I thought they could they could score with Oakland. I didn't know if they could stop them. But I thought sure. they could score right with them. Okay, and they proved it last time. Absolutely, they, they could stop them. Okay, but I'm telling you, no, no local none, none's going to pick them none. And you do too. You you too know it, and like and, and, and everything else. So we'll we'll see Friday night. Well, we're going to see what happens. But um, I was on Tim. There's another team over there in East Tennessee, Bradley Central. I know you've never heard of them, but they're undefeated too, and they're number one. The well, the polls don't matter. They got the best player in the state, Boo Carter. So whoever wins Friday night is going to be at Bradley Central, which they're going to. I think it's going to be Bradley. Bradley that's at, correct. Or wherever. You, you remember who Gary Rankin is? You remember him? I do. I see him every Saturday, player. by the way. He's, he's a pretty good coach. He's pretty good. He ain't as good as Creep. He's pretty good. He's only got 16 state titles off. He'll be playing Friday night at home to go to the clinic bowl as well. He'll be playing Davidson Academy. Sure. Buchanan. So he, he's pretty good. He's not as good as Creep, but he's pretty good. I'd say he's 10 times better. Creep, he's got 16 rings. Creep, he's got four or five. So well, let, let, five let, let, let's, leave it, let's leave it there, Jeff. What do you let's think? Leave it there. We'll see you. All right. Thank you.
there's a point I was going to make before the call came in, Jeff. <laughs> Riverdale had the streak of about the same proportion, what, 20-some years ago when Gary Rankin was the head coach. There's no way to compare the two, but at the at the at that that time, Riverdale was the king and Rankin was the king, and he's right. He's gone. He went to Alcoa and won. He's gone to Board Buchanan and won. Rankin's a heck of a coach, no question about that. Uh, but all that said, the series is. I don't even know the numbers, Jeff. Is it about even? Because Riverdale had a pretty good advantage going into this last streak that Oakland's had. Yeah, they still do have a, a, a pretty good advantage, not near as much as it used to be, however. That's right, and, and you know we, we said this, I know we said this many times, that th this kind of thing over the long period of time will generally run in cycles. And I don't know that the Oakland cycle is over with yet. I, I don't know that. I wouldn't think so. Well, once it ends, whenever it ends, and it, it may or may not be, Jeff, it's going to be off with Blackman and Stewart's Creek and Rockvale and Siegel out there and so forth, doing what Oakland's doing and what Riverdale did 25 years ago is going to be so much harder to do because the competition in this county is tough. Right now, Oakland and Riverdale have climbed back to the top of the, the peak, the two of them together. I, I, you know, Blackman's going to have something to say about that. Rockvale will for sure, but uh, that, that's down the road. One, one more team playing for a state championship berth is Middle Tennessee Christian School. Right. They play Columbia Academy. Am I right? Yes, that is correct. First game of the season they played and won in three overtimes. That is correct as well. Yes, didn't get any closer than that, does it? Columbia Academy is eight and three, and Middle Tennessee Christians ten and one, uh, and they go to Columbia Academy, I believe. Uh, I'll, have, I'll have I can look that up during the break, make sure that I'm right on that. Um, but it's it's uh, football around here is is tough. I mean, it it <laughs> it, it is, and you know, one year with the Maryville, who are not in it, by the way, folks, at all. No way, Bradley. Uh, the unknown Bradley won yeah, that game. Right. Um, they um, uh, Siegel played them, I believe, at Siegel, and l lost by a point or two. And Stocksell was the quarterback, and he and he almost beat them on one leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it's just, but we've we've just got a lot of football talent in this county, and 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 it's 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 strong, strong county. Well, the one thing we do know, at least one team's going to move on to the quarter. That is correct. To the semifinal, I should say. And we're already there with Middle Tennessee Christian School because this is semifinal in Division Two this week. They win, they go to Chattanooga for the Clinic Bowl to take on either National Christian or Friendship Christian. Uh, well, that, that's that's correct. I, there were t there were three unbeaten teams in the in the six A, and uh, Clarksville was one of them, and they got beat. And uh, Germantown is in one bracket, and Bradley Central is in another. And uh, I don't know if, if both of them will win this week or whatever it takes to get to the court, to the semifinals. We'll see. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we need to talk about Middle Tennessee football, Middle Tennessee basketball, and some of the strange doings that took place over the weekend. We'll be back, back with more All Sports Talk. Hey guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of $150 a month, cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near a Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy, shipping treatments directly to you. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. It's a slick pig barbecue, spicy wings and Brunswick stew, everything made fresh for you at the slick pig barbecue. There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too, ribs so tender don't need to chew, well come on folks, I'm telling you, it's a slick pig barbecue. In 1920 East Main, you're gonna love the pig. The slick pig barbecue. A Murfreesboro tradition. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40% 
event. You may find it even costs less. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, man, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue and the borough. News Radio WGNS. Hello, friends. Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up. It really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral, saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan welcoming you back to All Sports Talk. Middle Tennessee men this evening at 6.30 right here on WGNS. We'll go to pregame at 6, tip-offs at 6.30, take on Western Carolina, the Raiders 2-0 on the season. Uh... But they have a loss, and it's Cam Weston, their star point guard, or star guard. I don't know point. It's hard to know who's a point guard on that team yet because they all handle the ball so much. But a very good player. Towards ACL right in front of us, uh, my, my daughter and myself, at, on uh, Thursday night. A tough break for him, tough break for the team. The, 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 only, the, the good news about the whole thing is that Nick McDevitt plays so daggone many players. It's one less out of the rotation, but it's one of your better players, and, it, and you just hate it for the kid. Yeah, you hate it for him for sure. And when he went down, you could pretty much – I don't know how you know these things, but you could pretty much tell, even though for me, he was at the other end of the floor. But you could tell it was not good. Dr. Jordan made it his way down to, to check it out and went back to the locker room with him. And uh, he didn't he didn't give anybody the hootie-hoo that uh, this is a bad deal, but I, I, I'm wondering if he probably already knew. Well, I would guess so, yes, probably. But so. that said, Raiders uh, 2-0 and take on Western Carolina tonight, 6.30. There are tickets available, and go to the lovely Murphy Center and enjoy some basketball tonight. The Raiders football, Jeff, uh, amongst some of the surprises, I, I kind of was going to ask you what surprises you most. Middle Tennessee winning 40-6, to Tennessee getting beat 36-10, to Vanderbilt getting clobbered by South Carolina, Georgia clobbering Ole Miss, uh, Jimbo Fisher getting fired after scoring 51 <laughs> points against Mississippi State. And what am I leaving out here? Uh, Alabama a big winner as well. And, uh, you know, uh, where, where's the big surprise here? Uh, Titans well, got beat yesterday as well. Well, okay. That, 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 that didn't surprise you a lot, did it? No, but I tell you what the Texas A&M situation did because both coaches got fired. Yeah. The winner and the loser. Well, and the, win- and the winner, <laughs> I just can't believe it. They got, this guy was the – Number one coaching prospect in the nation. Everybody wanted him. They tried. Jimbo Fisher, I know nothing about Jimbo Fisher at all. I don't even know where he was. Where was Florida he? State. Florida, Florida State. And they, they couldn't – finally got him, and now, and now they're paying him $76 million not to coach. Why don't they pay me $76 million? <laughs> and I'll agree not to coach. I just, you know, but anyway, that that surprised me. Do you, ha- do you happen to know? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just some other things that you mentioned. I'm I was a little bit maybe surprised at the, Georgia winning fairly easily. I guess it was fairly easy. Yeah, second it. half it was very easy. Yeah. The first half it maybe a little bit in doubt. Yeah, especially the first drive. Ole Miss went down and scored immediately, and I thought, man, this this going to be a tight, tough yeah. tussle yeah. with Georgia. Close the lid. I wasn't surprised Vanderbilt at all. The the the, the string has run out just like it always does. It's it's it, 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 it's just the same story, and I hate to I hate it for Vanderbilt fans, but Jeff, they just just as I said all along. I just don't think they can compete in football at on a long term basis there because 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 and, yeah. and, and 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 Clark Lee seems like a class act, and I'm sure he's a good football coach. Lots of coaches have gone there, and who's going to tackle that job next? Well, Clark, Clark Lee's not going to go anywhere yet, I don't think. But uh, his time is going to be numbered at some point in time. Well, you kind of – gosh almighty, he, surely he knew. I mean, he couldn't help but know. And he was – was he defensive coordinator yeah, at yeah, Notre he, Dame? He, he, 
Yes, he was. But, yeah. but, but, but you know, he's a Vanderbilt guy. Right. He's, so he knows right. he knows the story. Uh, and he, I don't, I just cannot believe that he thought that he was going to come into Vanderbilt and turn it, turn them around. On, and because you're not, I'm sorry, not under the present system, but, and he may, he may have ruined his coaching career now, because he, he's a young man too, and he, he's going to have to back off and take a, another job somewhere, maybe, I don't know what he's going to, they're going to fire him, or he's going to quit, or I don't have any idea what's going to happen to him, but I just kind of felt sort of, sort of sorry for him. Uh, the Titans didn't surprise me at all, I, um, I was, I was thinking today, I do think a little bit, if, <laughs> if the situation was reversed and Tannehill had been quarterbacking up to this point yes, instead of not quarterbacking now for two weeks and he had another week of a bye week and, and this guy was on the bench, they would be wanting to change back and go with this new kid. Yes. Well, now they got the new kid and he's – playing at about the level that you would expect him to play at, which is not good enough right now. Maybe in the future, but not now. Well, does anybody say we're going to, we're going to go back to Tannehill now? I haven't heard that yet. Well, I think in answer to that, few, if any, have done that. But I think right now they've finally begun to recognize it really wasn't Tannehill. That was the, problem. Right. The, the problem goes far deeper oh. than that. And offensive yes. line seems to be the biggest culprit. I would think that that's correct. And, their their main problem seems to be uh, this sounds so simple they can't seem to get control of a football game they can't get ahead and where they can run Henry and run the clock and by the time they get around to doing all that they're they're down you know they're behind and then they got to pass and then the offensive line's got to protect and it, it it it's it's a problem UT didn't couldn't have seen the juggernaut of Missouri coming coming at them Missouri just dominated. That football game, it, the score said 36 to 10. It probably was a little closer than that in some ways, but there's no question Missouri that night was the better team. I just hated it. I really did. I, and that, Missouri just ran through them like they weren't even there. And it, it was, and just repeatedly. And I, I was very disappointed, as I'm sure the, a lot of our audience was disappointed as well. Well, you haven't commented yet on Middle Tennessee's win, 40-6 to six over for international. Two teams that are going nowhere, Jeff. Let's face it, both came in with two wins on the season. Uh, Coach Stockstall and, and his players, I think, deserve credit for staying in the buggy. I mean, that's it, – it, it's easy. And I think Florida State's players, Florida internationals, I should say, once they got down 17 nothing, Jeff, they, they, they pretty much cashed in the chips. Not, not wanting to probably, but uh, – Going against them, but Raiders have played Liberty tough, played New Mexico State tough, played Missouri tougher than anybody has. Now you're talking about a team that's improved, and there's no question about that. Missouri has, but tough losses all the way around the line. Pretty good football team at middle, but uh, winning 46, I didn't see coming at all. No, I didn't either. But but to go back to what I said earlier, the middle in this particular football game. Got control of the game early. Early. 17 nothing, and the game was essentially over at that point. Now, we didn't know that at the time, but they had played very, very well, and they were moving the football, and they'd gotten a break and all that kind of stuff, and it was all middle from then on. So they, got, they could use all their weapons. They didn't have to hold back anything, and they used the whole playbook. And, and as a result, I was surprised, too, at the margin. Uh, but um, – my goodness, we certainly deserve something good to happen to our Raiders. That's for sure. You talk, mentioned Jimbo Fisher. Do you happen to know the the biggest coaching buyout prior to Jimbo Fisher's seventy five or seventy six million, whichever one it is? I thought of seventy five, but who's quibbling over a million dollars at that number? You know what the biggest one was before that was? I have no clue. Twenty one million. Really? Which is obscene money in in and of itself. But seventy seventy five million triples that. It does boggle the mind. Somebody in Texas got a lot of money, though. That's right. Uh, When Linda, my wife, mentioned to me Sunday, she was reading. I didn't know the score. I didn't know what had happened. That this coach is going to get paid $75 million. I knew exactly who it was. I assumed, well, Texas A&M must have gotten beat by Mississippi State, which prompted the the, the, whatever. 
then I looked at the score and, <laughs> and they clobbered Mississippi State 51 to 10 or something like that, which meant Mississippi State coach also got fired that night. That I, I don't know if that's ever happened before, but my guess is somewhere around Friday or Saturday, some heavy hitter that's got big, big, big dollars finally came up with the money and said, let him go. I'll, I'll take care of this for you. And <laughs> that's unbelievable, dude. Somebody it, would care that is. much about a football well, game. I'm, I'm, I'm going hypothetical, but I'm pretty sure I'm right that they were waiting for somebody to come up and say, we'll, we'll, we'll pay the, the buyout if we need to. And, and so in spite of scoring 51 and beating Mississippi State Sunday morning, his, that die was cast, don't you think, before the game ever started? I suppose so. But, you, you know, you ask yourself, well, is, is he a different foot than he was, say, five or six years ago? I mean, is some, what has changed? Well, here's the question. You know you know football. I don't. I mean, excuse me, my wife doesn't. And I'm not being critical of her, but she doesn't understand football. But she asked that very question. Is he that bad a coach? And I said, Nobody gets a job in the SEC as a head coach if you're a bad coach. That's right. You agree with that? Yeah. Kermit Davis is a good coach here. He didn't get fired at Ole Miss because he's a bad coach. He got fired at Ole Miss because he lost games. But there's not a bad coach in the SEC, in my opinion. But uh, he didn't get fired because he's a bad coach. He got fired because he didn't win $75 million worth to get it done. And I wonder what the deal is. Can he – suppose uh, North Carolina offers Jimbo Fisher – a contract. Can't, can't, I know he can take it, but does he lose the $76 million? Here's oh. the really strange thing about this contract. Most times when a coach gets fired, if he gets another job, the, the, the half million dollars or whatever that he gets paid to coach at ABC University, that is deducted from his buyout number. That's not the case in Jimbo Fisher's case. He gets $75 million. $21 million, Jeff, is due to him in two weeks. <laughs> He's 58 years old. Will he coach again? Probably. Competitors like to coach. It's not for money anymore because he's, Lord knows, the way he, but he was set for life before he ever started. My wife and I would be touring Europe if, if I had that kind of money. We, you know, I'm just, uh, but you're, I, think you're, I think you're right. That he, I'm sure he wants to coach. And I, it's just unbelievable. Well, boy, the money, the figures that we're throwing around these days is just, insane that what we're paying people and it's not just football and 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 why do we do that because there's so many fans that are so rabid you coached high school basketball just like i did did a loss eat you up did you lose lose sleep and patience because you lost a basketball game that nobody in china knew what's going on (laughs) yes and the answer is yes i did too sheila alexander mullins you, you probably remember her know her well she told me one day in church after we talked about the game before, she said, do you understand that two billion Chinese don't even know you played last night? <laughs> Come off your high horse here. And she's right. But yeah. the point of it is, whether you're Jimbo Fisher making $75 million a year not to coach or Tim Tackett or Jeff Jordan coaching at high school level, losses are losses, and we take it pretty pretty seriously and take it pretty hard. Okay, we got Chip Walters coming up today. <laughs> Did you get a $75 million buyout of Riverdale? And not $75 million, no. I, I think, I, if I remember right, I got a cheeseburger. And that's about all I deserve. All right, let's go to Chip Walters right after this break with the Blue Raider, Blue Raider Insider Report. When severe weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. You should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. It remains slower than normal on 40 westbound out there through Kingston Springs through that section of Cheatham County. Hopefully that'll start to thin out because it's been slow for quite a while. Now here comes that rush hour traffic coming off that south loop where it's busy there at 40 at Demumbry and Broadway. A steady flow of traffic continues I-24, which has been in pretty good shape out through uh, Antioch continuing into uh, Rutherford County. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering and they're also hiring at all four locations. Check out the menu princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time track. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. Did you know I can make noise with my left eye? <laughs> I, 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 I was I trying did. to get it on the microphone. <laughs> oh, you did. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop.
In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. Next on WGNS and All Sports Talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, RAI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. When Rutherford Countyans think of insurance professionals, they think Rayburn Insurance Agency at 200 South Lowry in Smyrna, meeting the needs of thousands of customers since 1973. You can trust Rayburn Insurance with all your needs, a place where customer service really matters. It's personal with Rayburn Insurance, as fans of local sports, as friends, and as insurance professionals. Check them out at rayburn.net or call 615-459-4145. Rayburn Insurance, for business, auto, home, and life insurance. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It's basketball time again tonight at Murphy Center as the Blue Raiders take on the Catamounts of Western Carolina. Middle Tennessee is 2 0 on the year, Western Carolina also 2 0. And the Catamounts got everybody's attention on Saturday when they went to South Bend and knocked off Notre Dame 71-61. The Blue Raiders are coming off a very hard-fought victory over Stephen F. Austin 67-62 in overtime. And, of course, the Raiders opened play this season last Monday with a 74-57 win over Northern Kentucky. Western Carolina is picked to win the Southern Conference this year, and so far they have lived up to that that preseason billing, but the Blue Raiders have been good at home. Over its last 33 games, they've limited opponents to 59.5 points per game in regulation, having gone 31-2 and in that stretch, and since the start of the 21-22 season, the Blue Raiders are allowing 60.7 points per game in neutral site games and 75.8 on the road. The key there, play at home or play at a neutral site. The Blue Raiders are coming off their sixth appearance in the semifinals of the Conference USA Championships and are part of one of their toughest non-conference schedules in memory. It will let up a little bit with Milligan coming in on Saturday, but next Tuesday, the Blue Raiders will host old Conference USA rival UAB. And then they will head to the Bahamas for a tournament during Thanksgiving weekend. The Starting lineup will have to be changed a little bit tonight. Cam Weston uh, was injured in the game with Stephen F. Austin and will have to undergo knee surgery, so we'll wait and see what Nick McDevitt does with his lineup tonight. Uh, I would expect possibly either Jalen Jordan getting in the lineup or more likely Jacob Johnson, who has played very well off the bench in the first two games. That is 6.30 tonight. We'll be on the air at 6 o'clock with the pregame show. Women's basketball yesterday, the Lady Raiders could not overcome a poor shooting afternoon, falling 65-60 to Princeton inside the Murphy Center. Middle drops to 2-1, and one, but jumped out to a 19-12 lead after the first quarter on the backs of strong defense and holding the Tigers to just 35% shooting, 5 for 14 in the first 10 minutes. But Princeton ratcheted up their defensive intensity coming out of the break, holding middle to just four for 13 shooting in the second quarter and cut the lead to 36-31 at halftime. They got the lead at 42-41 and never gave it up. The Blue Raiders made a couple of runs, got it to within four with about a minute to go, but could not get any closer, and uh, Princeton gets the win. Lady Raiders are now off until Saturday when they will open up play 
at the Battle for Atlantis in the Bahamas. They will take on Michigan at 4 p.m. Central Time. There's no word whether or not the Wolverines were scouting the Blue Raiders on Sunday. Also out of yesterday's game and the week that was in the first opening week of the women's basketball season, Savannah Wheeler was named Conference USA Player of the Week following strong performances in the opening two games. The fifth-year senior from Catlettsburg, Kentucky, picked up her sixth career weekly accolade. She had previously been named Player of the Week three times and Freshman of the Week twice. So that's what's going on. Football, of course, we'll get you up to date on that coming up tomorrow. Be sure and join us. Countdown to tip-off coming up at 6 o'clock right here on WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Leaf Coffin Financial Services with Edward G. Jones. Uh, let, let me get to a couple quick things, Jeff. Let's first of all go to the high school scoreboard. We, we kind of missed out on that, getting the scores. I mean, let's, we, we mentioned who, who, who won and what the big games are coming up, but we left out a couple that ended their season on Friday night. Well, uh, Riverdale beat Cookville 42-21. Ravenwood beat Smyrna 38-9. Uh, Moore County beat Eagleville 35 nothing. Moore County may well be the state champion in that division. We'll have to wait and see. Middle Tennessee Christian School beat FACS 56-28. And a very unusual score, Oakland beat Mount Juliet 24-2. That, that two doesn't come around very often, but it did this time. Um, and, the, and the week playoff games were down to Riverdale- 10-2 versus Oakland, 10-2 at Riverdale. That'll be Friday night. And the Middle Tennessee Christian School at Columbia Academy. Christian School is 10-1, and and Columbia Academy is 8-3. and That's where we are at this point. kind of want to make the point, Middle Tennessee Christian School and Columbia Academy played first game of the season, three overtimes, Christian School wins, right? Right. But you and I both know, and let's take Missouri as an example, teams aren't the same in August as they are in November. <laughs> They've even got better by a little bit, by a lot. Gotten worse. Obviously, the two teams, Christian School and Columbia Academy, have gotten better because they're still winning. But they're not the same teams to play in August. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. And we were talking about that briefly during the break. And and I think one of the one of the teams that has really just remarkably improved is Alabama. I think they're. I think they'll be in the Final Four as things stand now. We'll have to wait and see. And after three not. weeks, people had written them off, right? Uh, yeah. All but. Well, they, yes, and I think even even their coach was just absolutely furious with them for lack of discipline and other reasons. But um, they, they seem to be getting better all the time. But that's, you know, good teams do that. Good teams get better. Well, Georgia was not setting the world on fire either early on. In the last three weeks, they've looked, again, like the Georgia that people kind of expected. Looks like, well, I, I guess, did, did that do it? Did that, that put Alabama in the, uh, the win over Kentucky, put them in the championship game? Did I think Georgia's win put them in it, didn't it? I would guess so. I haven't looked as. I, I haven't either. I, I think, of course, that'll be in but Atlanta. They've they, uh, they beaten Missouri, which, which means. Uh, They've got the tiebreaker with them. The only team that's close to got the tiebreaker with Tennessee. Not that Tennessee's going to be there for sure. I mean, the question is going to be: as crazy as college football is, Tennessee gets waxed at Missouri. Georgia clobbers Ole Miss. 
Tennessee hosts Georgia on Saturday. Would it just be a total shock that Tennessee won that football game? Well, no, I don't think so. But I think I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be a surprise. That's correct. It, it is a, a very exciting weekend, and I know all the, the local people here are in high school are watching Riverdale, Oakland, and everybody's predicting something. I don't know what they're predicting, but I'm not predicting. I, I don't know. Well, there's one question I we talked on the couch uh, out here before we started, and I said I had a question come to my mind. I said, no, I'm going to wait and ask you this question on the air because we were talking about why would anybody give Jimbo Fisher that kind of a contract where you got a $75 million con- buyout with no – Ability to let somebody else pay, pay the deal. Is there any coach, including Nick Saban, that you would pay that kind of money to, Jeff? No. No, it's ridiculous. I, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't think so. No. I, I don't know why they wanted him that bad or, or for that length of time. Um, and these things, again, he says, these things run in cycles. And the, the guy at Clemson, what's his name? I, I can't can never remember the guy's name. He won a national championship. Dabo Swinney. Okay. I mean, he was the guy that they, they paid huge money to. Okay. But part of his deal was that he could not take the job at Alabama. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Well, nobody's offered him the job at Alabama, and they're not fixing to now. Now they're going to fire him. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, it's just a crazy world. And full of way too much money. Just way too much. But as I said before, that's, that's not just football. I mean, that's, that's professional it, football. It's basketball, the NBA for sure. Uh, the highest paid coach, in the, I think, in the country is uh, Self, the guy at Kansas. I think he, I don't know what he makes per year. And, of course, baseball, my heavens, if you can hit 240, we'll, we'll pay you millions to well, we, play we, shortstop. We were talking about Joey Votto, who was released from his contract, free agent with the Reds after 10 years of a $220 million contract, $22 million a year for 10 years. What would, what would they pay him to come back if he, if he want to come back? And, and, and I, made, I made the comment of $3 million. That's, Jeff, that's almost, uh, that's almost insulting money to some people, yeah, right? That's right. Uh, $3 million is, is that won't even dent most budgets. No, that won't make any difference. Now, whether he'll take it or not or whether they'll offer it or not, I have no idea. But he's probably worth that. Pinch hitting roll. DH well, when called for. I mean, you know. We're kind of all over the board here, but let's touch on Lady Raiders basketball game yesterday before we take a break and come back and stab at a couple more things. Uh, not expected the loss, especially the way the game started. You were there for no, the game? No. no. No, but middle started out 19 to 11, I think it was. Uh, had a double-digit lead early on. Looked like business as usual. Princeton came in, an NCAA team from last year and and i expected it to be a good basketball game and it turned out to be that way second half princeton just did refuse to miss the basket in the middle had some chances and didn't get it done it's a tough loss but not a bad loss and in a lot of ways princeton's pretty good well i've seen them play uh some and they look like to me the lady raiders have got a, a tremendous amount of potential and Ability and the the chemistry is not really great yet, but it'll it'll happen. And the, and they lost well, five points, I guess, sixty five, sixty sure. something like right. that, to a really good team that had great chemistry. And I, 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 you know, it's 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 a long year. You know, as a fan, we all kept sitting, waiting and thinking. Okay, this we've seen this movie before, but yeah. always in the fourth quarter, the good guys come to the rescue, and Roy Rogers shoots the villain, and and they come out on top. It just didn't happen this time. Princeton refused to let it happen. Now that said, Jeff, in the third quarter, they hit at least three shots. I remember that hit the front of the rim and crawled in. <laughs> you know, it just was yeah. like one of those days. Today is our day, uh, uh, and today is not our day of the middle. Take nothing away from Princeton. They're, they're plenty good, but they did hit, hit a couple of shots that you thought, there's no way that ball should have gone in, but it did. Well, no harm done. Not really. Well, it's kind of like we talked about going back to the Oakland-Riverdale game. If the game is close and tight, whoever gets those balls to roll over the basket and fall in the net as opposed to clanking off and rimming out the way uh, the shot last year with Middle Tennessee, all, all but took Florida Atlantic out. The team that went to the Final Four, Jeff, 
could have gotten beat in the semifinals of the Conference USA tournament and not even made the NCAA tournament. Right. If Middle Tennessee hits a three-foot shot in front of the bucket with two seconds to go. And that was not a fluke. They were a really good basketball team. Absolutely. Um, well, I hope we get that opportunity again this year. That would be fine with me. The thing in basketball, Jeff, is you play 30 games, one loss does not make the, the same deal that the one loss in football would do for sure. Uh, that is that is also true. That is right. Um, we, we're we not going to have anybody that's going to be unbeaten or anything like that, I don't think. And, and I don't think middle, the – the women clearly will not be, and the men won't be either. Uh, well, we got our hands full tonight, and no question. Well, what I do know, and, and we'll take a break on this, over the past two-plus seasons now, Jeff, Middle Tennessee combined basketball losses at home over the last two-and-a-half seasons is less than 10. Yeah. They've done pretty well. They have. 6.30 night, sounds like I didn't realize they beat Notre Dame Saturday night Western Carolina, so... <laughs> This game just became tougher in my mind than I thought it was going to be. Well, I, I doubt if people in Notre Dame threw up their hands and thought, well, our, our, our lives are over. We've lost to Western Carolina. I don't imagine that happened either. I mean, you know, they were upset. Okay, do something about it. Well, there we go. Let's take a break and back, and we'll just kind of finish things up on All Sports Talk. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work, or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent, and they have a huge selection, as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night, and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the Roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County here on News Radio WGNS. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. It remains slower than normal on 40 westbound out there through Kingston Springs through that section of Cheatham County. Hopefully that'll start to thin out because it's been slow for quite a while. Now here comes that rush hour traffic coming off that south loop where it's busy there at 40 at Demumbry and Broadway. A steady flow of traffic continues I-24, which has been in pretty good shape out through uh, Antioch continuing into uh, Rutherford County. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering and they're also hiring at all four locations. Check out the menu princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Offices across the state of Tennessee, certainly here in Murfreesboro, great presence, friendly service, professional service at First Bank. Jeff, uh, your thoughts on Middle Tennessee, Western Carolina tonight, especially since we've learned, I learned, and you did at the same time, I guess, that Western Carolina may be a little better than we might have expected they're going to be. Well, I, I do know our, our strength appears to be, first of all, I think we have, a, a, a good coach. I really do. I really like the, the coach that we have. Um, and I like the fact that we appear to be, um, at least in the early going, a fairly deep basketball team. Mm -hmm. um, we do not have, a, 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 not yet, a, a, a really dominant inside game um, or even close to dominant, and that's certainly a weakness. Um, and the, the first two games that they've played, uh, they, 
Well, I don't, I don't know whether, what to say about it. It just didn't appear to me to be as motivated as I, as I would like. They got a huge lead and then loafed through the second half in the first game. And then this last one was a similar struggle. We had a number of bad minutes there. We just couldn't seem to get anything done. So clearly we are a, a work in progress. If we play full speed, go get them basketball tonight, we'll win. But I don't uh, – but uh, Western Carolina, I, I probably a little bit better than we are. Would uh, you, you, I see the strength of the basketball team being defensively the depth that they have. They got a lot of six, 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 seven kind of players. That they do have some size inside defensively. Uh, you better come packing your lunch to play Middle Tennessee uh, if you're going to – Worry about that because defensively they're going to they're going to clamp down on you and give you some trouble. Well, this last game, they really got after it, did they? Both teams. They did. Sure they, did. I mean, and, and, and you were, you had the ball on the perimeter, uh, you had a problem uh, clearly. Uh, they they were very in, intense basketball. Let's put it to you that way. Um, and I, I think it's – after all, these are not conference games, so we got a long way to go before we get to conference um, And when, when the games really, really matter. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of reason to hold out hope for the, for the Raiders. And I think it'll be a good year. But the, the one thing that I see missing that, that was missing last year, they don't appear right now to have one guy that when the, the game's on the line, you can give him the basketball and, and, and say, go make a shot for us. Uh, and not not you want that for 40 minutes, but – when you come down to the end of the game, and I think Cam Weston, Cam Weston, the guy that we lost, might have been that guy. He might have been. We we didn't have a chance to find out really. Uh, you, you don't. You look around and you don't see a, a, a Giddy Potts out there anywhere, or an Upshaw who's back on the staff. I'm glad to he see is, him yeah. on the staff. Uh, you, you you don't you don't see a Sims who's was by far and away one of the most intelligent guys we've ever had play out here. He just knew what to do. He he get three points or, or twenty three. Whatever you needed, uh, we we don't we haven't developed that guy yet. We don't know who that is. They did scoreboard stumper the other night. I don't know if you saw it or not. Who's played the most basketball games at Middle Tennessee? I I did see it, uh, and was Upshaw tied with somebody? Tied was was Sims. Okay, from uh, Blackman High School, and of course Upshaw from Chattanooga, and I think a hundred and uh, I want to say a whole bunch of games. Yeah. 140? Yeah, I think so. I believe that's correct. Um, <laughs> I, I don't uh, – how in the world did we get him out of Chattanooga-Baylor? That was really a uh, – and he, he proved to be a, a player that for some reason or another, he hit it off with, with with Coach Davis. He really did. He did. It didn't hurt anything that his dad played football here at middle, for True. sure. For sure. Uh, that that kind of opened some doors. And Great player. And I'm with you. I'm pleased to see him on the sideline. Uh, offering encouragement to the guys. Well, it's time to get out of here. I'm headed for Murphy Center. It looks like you may be as well. Absolutely. Middle Tennessee, Western Carolina. Pre-game comes on right after we close up things shop here and then tip off at 6.30. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb, and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna.